This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. Non-binaries, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG Cast. This episode we're going to be talking about, we're going to be doing the alphabet thing again. This time we're going to B. Feels like uh, it's been a bit since we did A, talking about A games. This letter is brought to you by the vegetable broccoli. Oh, okay. No. (laughs) Brussels sprouts? Ooh, even worse. I don't know. I've never had a Brussels sprout. Oh God, they're bad. I know a lot of people say that if you if you what do you? Not if you grill them. If you roast roast them, them yes, then they're How delicious. How about beans? Beans. There you go. Beans are good. Any type of bean. Kidney bean, green bean, black bean. Love the spectrum of all the beans. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like beans. Uh, but that's what? really not what we're talking no. about because there's no. There's no. Oh, I was gonna say there's no game about beans, but there is. There's Bonanza. Hey, that's a B game. Maybe we'll talk about that in a second. What's the B game we're gonna be talking about this time? You'll have to find out later. This time we're gonna be talking about what we've been playing. So. You mean first we're gonna talk about what we're playing? Did I say last? You said this time we're gonna talk about okay. what we're playing. Okay. Yeah. Right I now. Right, right now. Right. Woo! Flipping now, boys and girls. Not mine. Sorry, couldn't help myself. <laughs> Anyway. Hey, you already did that. I know I did. All right. So what have we been playing lately? Wow. What's the first thing we want to talk about? Well, let's talk about one of the games we've been playing. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. This is going nowhere. I'm. And if, see you guys later. Yeah, if you stuck around, congratulations. You are hardcore and we love you. Holy moly. All right. Let's talk about Pan Am first. Yeah. Okay. Pan so, Am. A game by... Mondo. And uh, uh, it's the same... Mondo? To, yeah, Mondo. No, Prospero Hall. Yeah, Mondo is part of that Mondo too. is? Yeah, they're oh. together, I think. Funko? Funko? No, Funko, that's it. I was like, Mo- oh, that's why I looked sorry. at you like Mondo. Sorry, Funko. It's Funko slash Prospero Hall. It's a game about flying the Avi- airways. Aviation. Yeah. Basically what it is is you're a fledgling. Uh, fledgling. Fledgling? Fledging? Fledgling. That's what it is. I don't know. I've never heard you use that word before. Yeah. A fledgling airport and you're trying to take different pathways with your airline before Pan Am takes it over kind of thing. I really, this is a game that when you, when we got it, I was like, oh, this sounds kind of cool, but I don't, I didn't know if I would really like it. And I really like this game. Well, and I saw, um, a few posts on just the cover of it and I've seen, that but i did a little bit more research before i bought it and i bought it without you knowing about it yeah you did 
and boom, yeah. I rocked your world, baby. Yeah, I really like this one because it's it's got a lot more meat to it than you think you would. So you're basically, what you're doing is you're trying to claim these paths. Routes. Routes, yep. And depending upon, you know, what kind of airliner you're going to be able to use, you'll be able to claim those routes. And then you want to sell those routes to Pan Am, basically, and then gain stock in Pan Am. And the stock is what you use to basically get your victory points at the end to claim it. But it's got so much more things. Like, you've got airports that you can put out on the board that kind of help out. You've got, um, I can't remember what those end, they, those helper cards are called that help you throughout the game. Is it exploration or something like that? Mm. Expedition? I don't no. remember. Oh, ah, sorry about that. But those help you during the game and end game stuff, but also when you put your pawn on that spot, depending upon order of where those are on those spots, you actually can use, in the next round, you take those pawns, your workers, and use those to start out the next round, which is pretty cool in order, and it doesn't matter who's first player, you do those first, and then you do first player and second player after that. So there's a lot of cool things that make this game, like it really... It has a lot of replayability. Sorry, I've been. I feel like I've been talking this whole time. Go ahead and talk. Yeah, you had a little bit of diarrhea mm-hmm. out there. He's so excited. But as he was sitting here talking, I was trying to think of what those cards were. Yeah. And I can't. I think what's cool about this game too is the look of it. Yeah. Cool, like a bright blue color, but old school. Yeah. I don't know, and the quality of like the different types of airline. Like the planes, the I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I I was really impressed, and it is really affordable. Yeah, for sure. We got it at Target. They offer that at Target. Um, if you want to get it there, or Amazon, or whatever, but it was really affordable. We got it on the Target had a sale buy two get one free. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So. Check that out. Um, we did post a picture of what the game board looks like on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah, so check that out. What's another game we played? We also played Control. Not spelled out, but C-T-R-L, if you've heard of that, by Pandasaurus Games. That is a game of control. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, it's basically a cube with different pieces that players are fighting to get the most areas of their color or control the most areas or sides of this cube with placements. And then there's flags or sticks with flags at the end of them where they can kind of block the players from placing their cubes during their turns because you have to place three of these cubes when you take your turn and you go back and forth. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a max of four players. And when you're playing a two-player game, you actually play two colors. Mm -hmm. But then there's special cards where it's a secret as to which color you're vying for um, to win um, on your behalf. Yeah. And so you're placing these cubes, and there's placement rules where you roll the colors up on the cube. You can't play away from it. You can't play underneath, like... We had to reference the rule board, or rule board, rule book a lot because we just wanted to make sure we were doing the placement rules right. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because it's like the starting block is kind of like just a black cube, like a Rubik's cube, and you ha- it technically it, sh- it should stay on the table, but like when you're kind of putting stuff around it, like you have to kind of go by these rules, but nothing ever goes underneath this black block to begin with. But then you have to put stuff in a straight line depending upon where you're going. And there's certain rules that really make it tough to figure out like, okay, well, I can't do this. Now I have to go this way. And with the well, flags and yeah, stuff, there's a the lot flags, of stuff. Yeah, with the flags, it kind of throws a, a kicker in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we played that. Mm-hmm. That actually ended up being our free game. Nice. When we picked that up at Target. Yeah. Lastly, but not... Um, least. Least. Thanks. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> was a game that I had kind of been looking at and did a little bit of research on, but just hadn't really pulled the plug to buy it. Yeah. Is Hughes and Cues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was a surprise for me, at least. Oh, I was like, who is this one by? But this is by o- the OP, which yeah. is the old, not the old, but it's, um, why can't I think of who the OP is? The Opoly, uh, USAopoly. USAopoly. Yep. Now they go by the OP. The OP. I like I like that better than USAopoly anyway. Yeah, I do too. Um, Hughes and Cues, if you haven't heard of it, it's a, really a um, game that is based around colors and clues. Yeah. Hughes and Cues. Which makes sense. You're... And, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just going to say you're describing colors. Basic, basically. You are. But the cool thing about this game is that as I was reading more about it, the the person who created this game actually has it and did much research regarding people who are colorblind mm-hmm. and how they have the ability to play this game. Yeah, that's cool. Which I thought was really cool because at first I was like, this is a great game, but stinks for people who can't see color. But the way that the game is structured, apparently it hits all the avenues of those people being able to play it. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, The game um, is pretty simple in regards to, well, I doubt it was simple because it has like different shades and numbers and stuff like that. But it's basically a game board of all these different types of colors, like segmented shades of them. Yeah. And they kind of go up and down with the light and the dark. Different shades with the light and the dark. Yeah. And then there's cards. And they have four, is it four different colors? Four different colors, yep, correct. And like coordinates. So you have the coordinates and you um, get to look at a card as like the clue giver. Mm -hmm. And get to decide what you want to give as a clue to all the other people. Yeah. But you only give one word. For the first time. Basically then... Like Kurt said, you're just doing a one-word clue the first time, but there's rules on what your one word can't be. Yeah, like you can't say like actual color names like blue, red, orange, or whatever, but you can do other colors that kind of describe those. So like violet. I don't even know violet's there. Because now I'm like, okay, is that really... Yeah, I think you could do violet because they gave examples like chartreuse. Yeah. Which I don't even know what... <laughs> what chartreuse what is. What chartreuse is. Yeah. I think that's in the example and like probably amethyst and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, so I would imagine violet could be. Yeah. But you can't say straight up green. Yeah. Green, red, blue, orange, whatever. Which would be a hard clue anyway because there's a whole section. Yeah. 
Well, it just makes me think of like that. What was that? The dress or whatever. People thought some people thought it was gray. Some people thought it was blue. Blah blah blah. It's like everybody has kind of like their own description of what they think a color is, and so I think that's what makes this game it kind of interesting because it's like you could be like, this is what I think uh, the middle of a steak looks like or whatever, and then people are like, okay, is that cooked or not cooked? You know, and it's like right. who knows? You know. Right. A, or, it, it's interpretation. It is all about interpretation. So um, each player, once you give the one clue, each player lays a pawn out on that whole giant board of colors. And then um, the coordinates match up with this. Um, you lay this. What did we have it's, to I think it's together? a three by three grid, basically. That... Would it be a three by three? I'm pretty sure it okay. is. You put this square on there basically. Yep. And if the color that um, of the coordinate that you have. Oh, you don't put this yet. No, because we oh, forgot about the other yep, clue. We totally forgot to about it. Hey, ignore <laughs> what I'm saying. So then so then um, the, the giver of the clues can decide whether they want to give one more clue. Mm-hmm. And there are times when maybe you don't want to. Like, you think, I don't have any other ideas for a clue. Or maybe they did really good on that Or they nailed it. And you don't, you maybe don't want to give them any more points. Yep. Like, there's a lot of strategy. Because if somebody nails the um, points, you get points. If they're, like, outside of the guessing area, you don't get any points. So... You might want to try to bring them back in. And so uh, the second clue, you can give them two words. You have to give them two, right? Can you not no, give you them? No, you can give them one. You can give them one again? Okay. But the max is two. Yeah. Um, same rules apply, I think, except for like throughout the entire game, I don't think you can ever repeat a word used. Yeah, So if sure. Kurt used the word peach or something like that, like as one of his clues, like a couple, like a round ago, I can't use peach even if I decided that's perfect. Yeah. Um, which makes sense, but at the same time makes it more challenging. Yeah, for sure. So everyone has at least two pawns out on the board if you decide to do that second clue. Yep. And then how do you score that? So you have the... um this grid or whatever that lays out and in the center of it is the coordinates for the color that you selected Mm -hmm. on that card and you lay it out and if you have any of the pawns for the players that are guessing within the the coordinates within that square Square. grid yep they score two points correct you score one point or no uh, i think you get two points for every one that's in the middle isn't there something about three? I don't know. You score if, points if, as the clue if, giver. If they get the exact number, they get three points. You don't. You still get the two points. Either way, you score. Yep. We're not going to say we're right or wrong on any of those points because this isn't our review. This is just us yep. playing. Yep. If a player gets right outside along the edge of that square um, coordinate capture... Ooh, I kind of like that. <laughs> um, then they get one point. Yep, and correct. you don't score anything as the clue giver. Yep. Um, but just feel good about coming close on this board game of crazy colors. For sure. And then um, 
when we played for three players, you play two rounds. Yeah, everybody gives the clues twice, and then at the end, whoever has the most points wins. Yeah. I don't really know if it's more, if you have more people or not. I think so. I think we had to read that how many times we were clue givers when certain amount of player points. But again, yeah. you could always look that up to, to fact yeah. check us or whatever. But. but otherwise, it's like it's it's a really easy game. It plays up to 10 people. Yeah, it's a big board. But it's really interesting to watch like the interpretations, like Kurt said. Yeah. You know, if you give a clue of blood, do you mean... Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I think you gave a clue of my or something. Is that what you? I said mine because I meant you like. You said mine. My, or no, my. Me? Me. I think you said, <laughs> said me, me or something. And yeah. then I was like, does he, what does he mean? Does he mean like his skin tone? Does he mean his favorite color? Like, what does he mean? And I don't, I think we were going for his Maybe see your skin tone. Yeah, I think so. Which even then was cl- kind of close to what I, what I was thinking, which was my favorite color. Yeah. Because then the second orange. one, I actually said favorite color. So, yeah, it's just, it's interesting because it's totally up for interpretation on what people have. But I, I think it's a really um, fun game. I'm anxious to play it with more people. Yeah. I think this is a game that you could play with anybody, families. Yeah. Young or old, it, it, and it, the one thing I actually thought was kind of fun about this too is it's almost a conv- it's a conversation starter too because when you talk about these different colors and stuff like that, there are again it's up to for interpretation, 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 and like you know different people are like that's not what I think this color is. Like sometimes, like even in the games that we played with Logan, you would say a color, and I'm like I have no clue what this color is. Because I don't know, I don't know a lot of descriptions of colors. So like, if you say, oh, like, I was trying to go fancy, yeah, like periwinkle, yeah. I said, uh, and, I and the like, boys uh, were like, uh, uh, and then I said fuchsia one time, and they were like, uh, purple. <laughs> we don't know, and yeah. but then Logan would say, I think he said pea, and then I was like, does he mean peas? <laughs> Or does he mean urine? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, you just never know. And then, you know, or like he said, leaf, I think, one time. And yeah. then I was like, a leaf could be almost any color on this thing. Does he mean like before it's fall or yeah. <laughs> like what could it be? And so, yeah, it was, it's just, it was really interesting. We played, we did play that one a couple of times because yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend that to anybody. I think it's just a lot of fun. So. Well, I'm glad that we got it. Yep. Yep. Me I'd be too. curious for you or for us to play it with Mike. So yeah. With yeah. Because him. he's colorblind. Yeah. yeah just to see I told, I like. told him about this. I said, I would be interested to play this with you to see how you play it. So yeah, that'd be a fun uh, experiment. That'd be fun. Yeah. And to play it, of course. We can report our findings. Can. Just kidding. All right. For our scientific research. That's right. Okay, for real. That is not even what this episode was I know. About. I know. that We talked for longer than we probably will about this game. but That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. So let's get into some B games, actually, that we have before we oh, decide that's right. what we're actually going to be talking about. We're talking about game. that game, Broccoli. Oh, yeah, Broccoli. Yeah, My yeah. favorite. Yum, yum. Spread some cheese on it. <laughs> so... 
Whoa, that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of, actually, quite a, quite a, um, good lord, English is my first language. Okay, so we have a lot of B games, actually, which is interesting. And not B games like... Like Buzz Buzz. Like average games. Yeah. Or whatever, like the letter B The games. letter B, that's what we're here for, the alphabet game. Yes. Um, one is one that we just talked about, Block Ness. Oh, yeah. By Blue Orange, which is a fantastic game. If which you... also starts with B. Right. Block, or Blue Orange, I mean. Blue Orange, yeah. So if you haven't uh, heard our review of Block Ness, please check that out. Um, another game we played recently that we talked about, uh, Between Two Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Another very awesome game. Um, one that I think is very good with more player counts than less, but I still will play it regardless. Yes. Um, there's also a solo mode, apparently, in that game. You can buy, I think, an expansion that in- introduces solo mode, which I would be kind of interested to check out. Don't they have something else coming out for that game, too? Probably. I think that they were talking about that when we went to that game night. Yep. Another uh, B game that's its predecessor is Between Two Cities. Yep. Another fun little tile-laying game. One of our one of our friends made a game called Big Bad Overlord. Another fun little game, family game. Uh, and then some other ones to run through. Big Book of Madness by Yellow. Another one by Yellow that's really good. The Bloody Inn is something we just got introduced by uh, Sean from Think 12 Games, and that's a fun game, but kind of morbid. Bosk from Floodgate, which is a very fantastic game. And then two kind of rolling rights or flipping rights or whatever that are really good. Bravo and Bricks. And then you missed... Bonanza. Bonanza. Yep. I just didn't want to include every single game that we I had. I do. But... Let's keep going. Um... <laughs> but yeah, Bonanza, talking about beans games. That's, That's why game. I said it. <laughs> That's a game I think I would like to get to the table again. I When we first played it, we really liked it, but now it sits on our shelf. I'd really like to get that to the table again. Well, I think that um, you brought up the other day when we were kind of looking through our games to see if what we could get rid of. Yeah. That one came up, yeah. and that one apparently held something close to your heart, which kind of surprised me, because we haven't played it in ages, yeah. but you were like, but we got this at the first time that we ever went to Gen Con. Yeah. Oh, the And memories. so he apparently is going to snuggle up to it. That's right. So yeah. it just surprised me. I, um, Yeah, that one threw me. Yeah. But... The game that we're going to be talking about today, this is another one that we were like, okay, do we really like this game? Because we haven't played it since we originally bought it. Uh-huh. And that's Bunny Kingdom by Yellow. Yeah. Uh, so good we, transition there, Chris. Yeah. You know we what? We bring us back. I'm good at, at coming into transitions, getting out of them, not so much. No, okay. All right. So, Bunny Kingdom, a game by Richard Garfield. You all know who that is. Well, for old, those, of, old. those that do not know who he is... Which I wasn't as familiar, honestly. Mm-hmm. Let's tell those that don't know. So you may know old Dickie Garfield. Sorry, I couldn't help oh, myself. Oh, come on. I know, I got it in my head, and I was like, that's such a dumb thing to say. But Richard Garfield's done Magic the Gathering. He's done King of Tokyo and uh, King of New York. Uh, Bunny Kingdom, of course. The Key Forge games. What I did find out when I looked him up is he is actually a mathematician. Yeah. Which I think is very interesting. Yep, very cool. He's a mathematics professor. Yep. Do you think some people take his classes just to meet him? Yeah, I would. 
Be like, oh, Dickie Garfield, good to see you. Sorry. Oh. Again, sorry, Richard. That's probably just the dumbest thing, and I would never say that to you. I'd be like, hello, Mr. Garfield, and then I would cry and run away. Because <laughs> I'm really good at uh, meeting people, as Tracy will attest to. What was it, that Gen Con I went to, uh, I was wanted to say hi to, um, what's his face from Red Raven Games? I can't, I, why am I? Ryan. Ryan Lockat? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can do it. And Tracy gave me the courage to say hey, and all I had to do was say, I love your games. You know, that was pretty much it. But anyway, we're getting back to this. Richard Garfield, buddy. Wow. We've wow, gone okay. way off the deep end. Everybody, we're squirreling today. We're squirreling today. Yeah. So basically, in Bunny Kingdom, you are trying to get certain feasts in your kingdom to score points at the end of the game. And to do that, you're using castles and you're using... But what's a fief? What's a fief? It's a... It's a gathering of bunnies. It's a, a gathering of bunnies. A cohort, I would define it as a, co- a cohort of bunnies. A grouping of bunnies that yeah. um, are gathered together <laughs> and, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. So be- you basically have this big board and you're trying to kind of place your little spots all over the board to gain strength and wealth of a fief because you're timesing those together to get victory points for the end of the game, basically. And you get to place the bunnies based on cards that you draft Mm -hmm. with players. So the cards can include coordinates where you can place your bunnies. So um, the board has coordinates, um, including numbers and letters, and you match your bunnies up and you place them. And that's very important because you you take... Wow. You basically claim your stake on that territory by placing coordinate cards or playing coordinate cards. There's cards for resources, I believe. There's cards to be able to acquire additional buildings, mm-hmm. different levels of buildings. The There's first level buildings, second level buildings with like two towers buildings with three towers Mm -hmm. and you're able to place those and those like Kurt said help you acquire more points when you're scoring at the end of each round so if you had a building with two towers on it and two different types of resources then you would score two times two or two for the two towers and two for the two resources so you'd get Four points. Four for that points thief. for that thief, mm-hmm. and then you do that for each of the thiefs that you have. So each of the sections of the different bunnies that you have that are gathered together. But at the beginning, you don't have very many. It's possible to score nothing because if you don't have any sections where you have any of those buildings and a resource and a resource, um, then it's possible to score zero. Or you could have like three different kinds of resources. But no buildings, so three times zero is zero. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to kind of beef up your stuff. Um, they added abilities for like sky towers, mm-hmm. which are really cool. Yeah. When we played it, we didn't use sky towers no. at all. We but didn't, what do sky towers do? We didn't actually encounter sky towers. Yeah. I don't think no. enough. But basically, you're you're taking yep. two fiefdoms and you're connecting them together is what you're doing. Fiefdoms. So it's basically saying, yeah, this section over here connects with this um, fief over here and they basically make one fief. Yeah. And you can score all of it together, which is quite awesome. Very cool. Yeah, another thing you have is like parchment cards, 
which help you get like end game bonuses, like straight up victory points or victory points for certain things. Like for each carrot you have in your fiefdoms, you get one victory point for per that resource you have in there. Or like for every camp, you get two points or something mm -hmm. like that. Like there's different ways of doing that too. The buildings help out because they're little like tokens that help with different things. Like I think there's one that's called uh, a camp. And then I think that one has like one of every resource. So you can pick which resource you want to do with that one. I don't I think. think it's camp because you can't. Oh no, it's a farm is what it is. So yeah. farm either has a single resource on it or there's one that has the three different resources on it. And you choose one to be that resource for that fiefdom each time you score, basically. There's also like more high... There's like luxury farms too. Yeah, I couldn't think of luxury. Yep. I was like, I was, <laughs> luxury. I was gonna say high maintenance, mm. and then I was like, not really. <laughs> well, if they're luxury, they probably because are. Because it involves more like complex um, resources that you're able to use. So it gives you more options of resources to be able to collect in your farm to be able to use for scoring. Yeah, and then the camps actually let you control empty territories. So it kind of helps out there. Yep. But then you can always get kicked from a camp. So you you're basically camping on anywhere you want, but you never actually got that coordinate card. So if somebody else, like another player, encounters that same coordinate, so let's say you camped on A1, and now Kirk came along and he got an A1 coordinate, he could kick you off. Otherwise, you can never get kicked off, I don't believe, off of a, a territory once you kind of claim that stake. No. So um, camping is the only time your bunny is actually returned to your stash of bunnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're just basically going back and forth, doing the drafting, laying the, getting your cards, laying stuff on the board, scoring your fiefdoms by the, the wealth and the strength of your fiefs. And after four rounds, the game is over. Oh, and yeah. you you uh, count up your points. I was just going to ask you how many rounds because I couldn't remember. <laughs> And yeah. then I'll, that's why I kind of chuckled because I was like, how many rounds is it again? And it's like you... It's like, like I read you, your mind. Like you saw my mind go, yeah. how many rounds? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the game of Bunny Kingdom. We only have the base game. There's, I think, two or three really? expansions now already. I mean, it's been... We've had this game for a while now, too. But. Uh, wasn't this one of the first games that we did buy at Gen Con? No, I think this might have been the second Gen Con we got this at, but maybe I'm really? wrong. Yeah, hmm. I'd have to go back into my yeah, we, my memories. To I see. think that we had only played this once prior to this um, this play or this determination of whether we wanted to, whether or not we enjoyed this game and whether we wanted to keep it in our collection. Mm -hmm. And some of you might think we're crazy that we even like ho-hummed and wondered whether we wanted to keep it, but I, we feel it's important to to continue to kind of filter through our collection to see whether or not... Yeah, what gives us joy? Yeah, what gives us joy? You know, are we just keeping it there to keep it there? Like, yep. why are we... Yeah, if you're not playing a game, then why have it? I mean, that makes sense. That's the whole reason to have a game. Yeah. Play it. Yeah, it's not... I mean... There's probably some people out there that have them just to be like, I have a million games, <laughs> and they never play them. Yeah. And we, that was one thing we wanted to accomplish with this A through Z game playing, 
that was one thing we wanted to accomplish with this A through Z game playing is to rediscover yeah. some games that we hadn't played in a long time. For sure. So what did we decide on Bunny Kingdom? I think we should keep it. I think also that is a great idea. I It's funny because I remember when we first played this game, it was hard to kind of learn because like, even though I think Yellow has is a... Let me try that again. I think that Yellow does a really good job of explaining games. But when I was looking at these instructions, I was like, wow, it just seems like so much stuff. But then once we got into it the first the first time, I think, we started kind of getting our getting a little bit of our to- toes wet. But I don't think as much as we did once we played it the second time. I feel, I feel like we kind of got a little bit more used to it. And then we had some good strategy to play it. So I, th- I kind of hoped we had played it more before, but I would like to play this more because I feel like this is a game with the four rounds. It's one of those that like all sides like, oh, it's over. <laughs> I know. I wanted a little bit more. You know, on to your comment about that too. I think that back when we played it before, which was, man, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of years, like not even a couple of years ago. It was years ago. Yeah. I might not have liked it, but I wasn't as, like, I was into games, but I wasn't as much into, like, not saying this is, like, a real, like, deep game. Yeah. But at that time, it was a little bit more. A little heavier than It was usual. a little bit more detailed. Yeah. Than we were used to playing. And so I, maybe I was a little bit overwhelmed. I don't know. Yeah. But now I'm playing and I'm like. Why didn't I like this game? <laughs> yeah. You no, know, that's interesting. Granted, we had to relearn it like it was a brand new game for us now. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fine. Like, that that was exciting to me. Yeah. Is having to learn this because we hadn't played it for so long that it was like we had just opened a new game. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool, too. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So it'll be one that'll stay in our collection. I'd like to play it a few more times before, like, if we decided to get an expansion to kind of... Yeah. You know, expand it out, which is just is, and it in itself is a weird statement. Why would I say that? But um, why would you say what I said about expansion expanding out? Like I basically the same, oh. kind of the same thing. Well, that's why an expansion. I is thought what you it meant is. like you didn't know why you said we would get an expansion. Oh and no, I no, was no. like, no, I just okay. kind of ripped on myself. But I, I, I feel <laughs> like with some games, I feel like you have to kind of dig in and get into like different strategies of a game before you can go into the expansion because it's like you're not you got to get used to one before you go to the next i feel like so i feel like this is where we should go with this and there's a lot there really is for those of you who are familiar with this game like the stack of cards alone yeah is crazy it is and the amount of things you can do is crazy like when when you get your hand to draft like it's kind of stressful because you don't know what you want to do because you have to keep two cards, but you kind of want to keep most of them. Yeah. Because then you have to think, do I keep this card now or do I hand it over to the other person and hope that they never take it? Yeah. Or do you take a card that you don't want, but you know the other person wants to keep That's them from I mean. scoring? You know, there's yeah. a lot of different strategies to that. And again, with the whole four round thing, who knows? You could really really screw the pooch for yourself and really, you know, hurt yourself in in this game. 
So yeah, there's a lot of different a lot of different things about it that make this game kind of fun and have a lot of good replayability. So I I I say if you're interested on it, take a look, see what you think, do some research, you know, because I really enjoy it and I think if you like this kind of game, it it can't help it can't hurt to buy it and play it. And I always like I was just thinking about this too when I uh, when we were thinking about uh, talking about this game. We don't I feel like we don't have enough yellow games like as much as like i really enjoy yellow games but i feel like we don't even have that many yellow games their products and i would like to get more because i feel like i haven't really seen any of their games that i'm like ah this one's kind of a dud i feel like every game i've ever played by them i've almost really enjoyed you don't think we have a lot of yellow games? i feel like we don't have enough how about oh. that so I was just looking on Amazon just out of curiosity. And this game, well, and I feel like I still see a lot of posts on this game. It must still sell a lot because it is, it's on sale on Amazon. But regularly it still goes for a $52. Wow, that is, that is pretty and, pricey. And um, on sale $39.45 wow. for the base game. And it looks like they might only have one expansion. Okay. Called In the Sky. God, I could have sworn they had more than one. And it's um, it's on sale for twenty eight thirty five. So I don't oh, know. That's but actually they only a really have deal. sixteen left in stock. Yeah. But yeah, they. It must be because they freak, they did the frequently yeah. buy together, and they only have that one. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. So it must be still fairly fairly popular. That's. Well, that's what it has five stars on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, and the expansion is four and a half. Nice. So that'll be a good good thing to check out once we get into more of the Bunny Kingdom. So yeah, what's your favorite B game that you have? And not the Buzz, and not the whatever, like the there's letter B. There's a game B. called Buzz. No, I was, I'm talking about like Oh no, B. there's a game called Bees. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. Actual bees, that, that the little bug. Uh, oh, bugs? Yeah. Isn't there a game called Bugs? No. Okay. <laughs> now you're just naming things every time I say a word. Now. I'm so confused. I'm talking about games with the letter B. Or what's your favorite game with the letter B? Let us know on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at M- I'm at MFG. <gasps> I am at MFGcast on Twitter. You are at Mrs. Og on Twitter. M R S A U G. I am KT Omular on Instagram, and you are Tracy Omular on Instagram. A U M U E L L E R. Check us out there. Boom. Boom. All right. Uh, I'm guessing probably our next episode will get into the seas. There's a lot of sea games also, so I'm really excited to get into some of those. Until next time, I am Kurt. And I am Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. See you later. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.